Hello, everyone. Welcome to the True Feminine Show. Whether you are listening to this from the podcast or watching us on YouTube and actually seeing our faces, um, we are so happy that you are here tuning in. Um, I am absolutely elated. I'm over the moon. I'm jumping up and down inside and physically, just not right now, to bring back a special guest. And her name is Kelsey. And Kelsey, if you have been following along on the podcast, came on, I don't even know, maybe was it last year she popped on and like this January, I think something might have been January, but she's a few episodes back basically. But anyways, I had her come on because Kelsey is one of my alumni. She went through the True Feminine Academy in 2022, I believe finishing or in August, it was the August crew crew crew, group, squad, whatever you want to call it, cohort. And, um, and Kelsey really, uh, Kelsey is like myself. She's not shy. So she's one of my girls who's like, I'll, I'll show up on the pod. So, um, but we do have a lot of girls who have success stories and they, um, would like to remain anonymous, which we, I a hundred percent respect, um, privacy. That's really important to me. And to be sure to honor. So we don't always get to hear everybody's stories. But today I'm excited because we get to hear Kelsey's. And Kelsey went through TFA. She gets out of TFA. A few weeks later, she's on Hinge and she starts dating this wonderful man. A couple months later, he asks her to be his girlfriend. I'm recapping. Okay. You guys can listen to her other episode. Um, to get all the deets on that, but he asked her to be his girlfriend and they start dating. Things are going amazing. They're going well. And all of a sudden I get a message from Kelsey, um, in internet land somewhere <laughs> that, uh, she is engaged. So she has the ring ladies. She got, she, she went from, <laughs> there it is. If you're watching YouTube, there it is. That is a beautiful ring. Let's see that again. Thank you. Oh, actually. So oh, the, I, I got it. the wedding band and I, I'm like, I, oh my gosh, I can't go out in public. It's like <laughs> so much. And no, that's just me being like obnoxious girly, but <laughs> I joke. Okay. So, so like, I don't mean to be remarkably cringe, but sometimes I laugh at the thought of being very cringy. And I'm like, guys, um, my, I knew my new identity is like, I'm a CFO wife, but like, <laughs> really though, he's like on track. It's so cool. So anyway, oh my I'm gosh. talk about deeper things, but then also the shallow things are on point. They're <laughs> on point. Okay. So yeah. So she has the deep dialed in and some of those more shallow, superficial things that I have also, she has been blessed with. And you know what? This is a testament, you guys. We're going to get into her story because um, it's really, I really hope, and we even prayed before we started this podcast together. And my prayer for everybody listening is that you hear her story or stories like hers and it inspires you. It brings you hope. It encourages your soul that what really is possible for one is possible for all. I just, I love that saying and I say it all the time, but it is so true. And if you listen to her previous podcast with me, she talked about, you know, being completely single, heartbroken, feeling like there was no one else that could be better than her ex that it went totally awry with. 
And, um, and, but you know what, she decided to bet on herself to invest in her dating life. And, um, as a result, you know, she really went all in in class for sure. And as a result, she, you know, um, she's now engaged, you know what I mean? So, and I also want to always say this because I want this to encourage everybody or as well is that, you know, everyone's at different phases. So, um, I call, I, I like to go over little wins or victories and, with all the girls. And even when you go through the program, if you're not somebody who instantly gets a boyfriend right after, and then gets, you know, to the marriage right away and all the, all the things just fully on, you know, just snowball in the best way of what you should get from the program. And what a lot of girls get is a lot of different breakthroughs, a lot of mini breakthroughs, a lot of ahas, a lot of paradigm shifts inside of their minds and their hearts and their energy states. So I um, just let this story encourage you and um, let it just sit with you and be a reminder to you that, wow, this is possible. I can meet my husband on Hinge. And by the way, he is a godly man who she just said is about to be a CFO, which is chief financial officer of a big company. One day we'll see. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. She's speaking in a being, but what I want to say with Kelsey is that he's, he's a, and she'll tell us more about him, but he's a financial guy. Like he, he makes good money. He loves the Lord. He has very close friends. He's just a stand up high character man. And Kelsey really utilized all the tools from TFA. And uh, it's so cool to just see like, oh my gosh, I use this. I use that. And he loved it. He loved it. He loved it. Right. So um, she is just well on her way. Kelsey is 29 years old. She's from Austin, Texas. And Kelsey is uh, turning 30 this year. So Kelsey, I would love for you to tell us um, where were you at before you joined TFA, before you joined the True From Academy? What was happening in your dating life and your dating world? What was your state of being like? Tell us a little bit about that pre-TFA, Kelsey. I would love to. And thank you for the introduction. I'm just so excited, like you said, to give this story of hope um, because stories like these on your podcast and others are what helped me just repeat the mantra to myself all the time. I'm not treating those stories as girls who are an exception and like lucky them, but really I was like, why not for me? Mm. And I kept on saying that. Why not for me? Why not for me? Why not for me? And then look, we're here. I'm so grateful. Like glory to God for all of that. So where I was at before deciding to sign up is that I had been trying hinge on and off for four years. About when I was 26, I decided, I think just left up to chance, not much is happening. Like I wasn't getting asked out by guys just in real life, air quotes or church or anything like that. So I wanted to just try whatever I could. So I started going out on dates on Hinge, um, had really dicey results, um, but I kept up with it. I would take seasons of taking a break uh, because I didn't, (laughs) it's not a cute look to force yourself to go on dates when you're really burnt out, like try to just Mm -hmm. scale back really intentionally. And this is according to what you taught me too. 
sink into enjoying where you are in life right now, because you're not going to get where you want to be by hating your current circumstance and just letting you be like really, really obviously miserable to everybody else. But um, through that time of dating, I had a couple heartbreaks and in the time of singleness after those heartbreaks, I dealt seriously with a lot of lies and doubts like, was that the love of my life? Did I miss it? I had a lot of like replaying. Should I have done something better? Um, And I just didn't really also know how good it could be. Uh, So there was a lot of things about my past relationships that were good, but they weren't ultimately suitable for like a forever partnership, I now realize. Um, But in going through the True Femme Academy, I realized I could practice a lot more faith and hopefulness um, and high expectations with detachment, which I know is kind of complicated, but you taught so well, um, so that I could say, no, I think the best is yet to come. But that didn't really happen until I got in the community, but I, in a seat of faith, I decided to sign up because again, if anything was up to me, I wanted to be able to do it instead of being uh, like, uh, I think um, many girls might relate to of just saying almost, um, I hate to come off uh, improperly or harshly, but sometimes I feel that myself and others in the past were like almost blaming God. Like, it's just not my time yet. Or like, I'm just going to wait on God, but you're not really putting yourself out there or um, throwing out your net or planting those seeds and seeing what grows. So um, I, the last thing I'll say about where I was at before signing up is my life was not in a perfect place to date. I actually um, soon, like I had already signed up but the program had not yet started. I had um, something extremely traumatic happen. So I thoughtfully chose not to date during the program because I wasn't ready yet, but I decided to enjoy soaking up all the material saying, no worries, truly not a problem that I'm not practicing this while I'm in the program when I'm ready. And I I also didn't let, let up on the gas. Like I really did push myself to become ready. I love um, that. I want to just chime in really quick there because I think a lot of girls ask like, oh, you know, I suggest it's really great for you to be actively dating in the program. One, just because you have me there to really break scenarios down, like, and really evaluate them. But, uh, but a lot of girls come just like you, where it's like, I'm burnt out. I actually need a break. And in fact, I'd rather sit glean yeah. for six plus weeks, um, oh, the next round of doing this and then, and then utilize it when I'm done. And, and you were a great example of doing that too, like you just mentioned. So I love that, but yeah. I think you were going to say one other thing. Yeah. Just that I wasn't in the perfect place in life. So I would really encourage, um, if at all, you can just have grace for yourself in, um, just not waiting until you feel like, okay, I'm ready to get married immediately because that's not even going to happen. Like you have to go through a whole dating process and it's okay if you're still sorting things out in life and you're not like perfectly healed because I'm sure that you would attest being perfectly healed or perfectly ready isn't really ever a thing. You're probably waiting too long in that instance. So I'm grateful that um, despite all those doubts and hardships, 
God was still so kind to me through this process. It could still work out just fine and more than just fine. Like I I got to choose Kevin out of a lineup and I had a menu of things I was hoping for. I would say God even threw some things in on the side. Like (laughs) I I got more than what I thought. Okay. I I adore this so much. I want to go back to what you, you kind of highlighted. And I do say this a lot too. Um, be careful of not sort of like hiding behind God. Okay. Or like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like, God's just gonna do it for me. It's just gonna fall from the sky and that's how it's going to work. And I'm going to do not a nothing. I'm just going to sit here and, um, and maybe stay really busy, stay serving, stay doing all of these things, which are good things. They're noble things, but they can be things that you are hiding behind or using as a crutch or using as a way to avoid engaging yourself, your inner work, what's happening inside of you. I see this so often within, um, the, within the Christian realm, um, one, because I am one. And I actually used to be that way a thousand percent. I literally was like, Oh, well, God will just do it for me. It'll just come. It'll be the thing. It It's so funny because yes and no, right? Like, yes, God is doing that, but also like you are not a robot. You are actually, you do play an active role in co-creating with God and creating your life. Like it's silly to ever say that you're not creating your life. Why do you go to school? Why do you try to get degrees? Because you're putting effort, money investment, time investment so that you can get a better job. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting how much we will throw money down for investments for certain things to build and create our world, our life. But when it comes to dating, we'll easily go, oh, no, God's got it. It's whatever. I'm just, I'm just going to let God, you know, God's going to, and it's like, yes, like God is always moving, but like your, you have to take acts, you have to take steps of faith. You have to also play your part. Um, and a lot of that is just tuning into yourself, tuning into, into the God too, as well, but Taking inspired action is huge. So um, anyways, all that to say, yes, like God 100% came through because he's always working everything out for you. But what Kelsey did here is, and a lot of my girls, is that you guys are actually taking the necessary active steps to really sort of meet God halfway and to actually say like, what you're doing when you do that is you're signaling to yourself that I'm actually ready. I'm signaling to myself when I make an investment, Mm -hmm. uh, a monetary investment, a time Mm -hmm. investment, when you're putting that time in, you signal to your own body, your own subconscious, like I'm actually ready to say, yes, I am be, I'm making myself available. I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to put in what it takes just like you did with college, just yeah. like you did to get where you are and wherever you are in life. Cause I don't know where everybody's at, but you know what I mean? Every step we take, we don't just sit idle and do nothing. And so that, that's a humongous part of my story. And I know it's obviously part of yours. Obviously, you thanks to you a part of mine as well. Uh, one last thing that's coming up for me as you were sharing that really good point was that um, maybe some people listening relate to this of fear for maybe the Christian girly is like, 
taking um, your life into your own hands per se. That was like something that was thrown at me a lot of like, oh, Kelsey, by like going on Hinge, are you like taking control of what otherwise would be God's story for you? Which I think is actually extremely poor theology. I would encourage you to read um, Matthew chapter 14, parable of the talents, starting in verse 13. And and you could just see for yourself um, that there really aren't that many instructions in life besides go out and multiply and do your part. And then otherwise, like a fear is, I think, um, (laughs) to like, put it into terms is if I go out and try hard quote on my own, maybe I will actually not get God's best. Maybe I'll like, um, remember in the story of like Abraham creating Ishmael because he didn't wait for Isaac to be born. You, I thought like, Oh no, am I like potentially opening myself to getting married to God's like second best when really if I just waited for his perfect love story where Prince Charming like meets me in a coffee shop and is like hey gorgeous be my wife or whatever then maybe that if I had zero control maybe if I exerted zero control or effort it really would be God's best and I would say that's just frankly not a biblical framework it's really and then also like if you think that you're dating someone who's God's second best for you then like stop dating him yeah exactly Literally, like yeah. have some agency yeah exactly <laughs> you don't have oh to do <laughs> oh my gosh Kelsey you're taking us to church right now obviously but I mean it is the fact it's very interesting you guys our mind loves to play tricks on us it is and I I, I go deep into this inside the program it's amazing what our mind will do to actually protect you from mm-hmm potential threat or hurt. And a lot of us see relationships as a potential threat because we have associated harmful things that have happened to us or hurtful things that have happened to us with relationships. So we must be careful. I mean, when we start going all like that, we we get ourselves really going down some crazy rabbit holes. When it's life and love and everything gets to be so much simpler, simpler than that for you. It gets to be, guess what? I'm choosing to choose myself today. I'm choosing to invest in myself. I'm choosing to go all in on myself. I'm choosing to bet on myself. And you know what? I'm choosing to take some time aside and dig, try to dig into anything I might be doing, you know, and, and then, and then, you know, do, do the things, put the things into action, you know, inside the program or whatever you're doing. Um, I will say to also be careful in the same way of overdoing it, over therapizing yourself. There's a, there's a whole spectrum here, you know, because sometimes we'll just some girls are like, I'm in therapy, like, and I never feel like I'm good enough. I never feel fully ready. I never feel I feel like I need to heal more, heal more, heal more, heal more. Eh, 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 eh. Some of us can get so caught deep in that trap. No, you know what you need to do? You need to relax more. You need to chill. Relax, enjoy your life. <laughs> go enjoy yourself you need to take some deep breaths go dive in some uh, a a body of water no matter how dirty you think it is and relax and say oh my gosh I'm gonna feel the water between my fingertips I'm gonna actually start living and you know what I'm going to take calculated risks and so I'm gonna go on the date I'm gonna get on the apps no matter how much I resist them and that's it I'm like going on my soapbox Kelsey but Kelsey, that is what she did. And so Kelsey got online. So we'll kind of move it along here, but she got online. She started dating this guy. Listen, Kelsey wrote inside our group. I mean, it's almost like I want to read it because it's so good. But basically she's like, 
Oh my gosh, girls. I cannot believe this, but your girl has a boyfriend. He is, I'm going to say some things that I remember. He is six, two. He is (laughs) six. Oh, sorry. He is six, three. He is godly. He is, uh, has close friends. He is a high achiever in his business. He loves the language I speak to him. Oh my gosh, girl. You know what? I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. She said, quick facts. This is what she wrote, Kelsey. He's 6'3", loves God, and is waiting for marriage, in parentheses. Ooh, my do not disturb, I guess, was not on. Okay, girls. Mm, okay. okay. So he's super tight. He has super tight guy friendships. I'm talking like le- weekly Zoom calls for deep life discussions and annual comping, camping trips with about eight guys he's been friends with for 10 years. Senior manager in finance, if I'm being perfectly obnoxious, I'll admit that, okay, I, well, anyway, I'll skip that part. He competes in jiu-jitsu. She's, she's writing this in our group, okay? He competes in jiu-jitsu. Literally asked me if we could read The Meaning of Marriage Together by Tim Keller. So thoughtful, I can't even handle it. Um, and she said in our relationship, I have literally never had to lead in any way. He pursues me so, so well. The one time I asked for more words of affirmation and a few phone calls while he was out of town and she put in parentheses using the scripts we learned in TFA, (laughs) he responded with gratitude and immediately implemented it because he wants to know how to please me. Come on, girl. He plans all of our dates and makes them super special and treats me like an actual queen, like to the extent of texting me about the best place I can park next to the restaurant. We see eye to eye and enjoy literally all the same things. It makes our time together so fun, easy, and rewarding. Two things he said he loves about me, which are a direct result of TFA. We'll shout out here, but love that you put this. My communication skills, honesty, and appropriate vulnerability Thanks to Rachel, good books and therapy. Love that. She said, my feminine polarity that inspires him to go into superhero provider, masculine man mode constantly. Uh, You know what I mean? I'm just going to, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to give the floor to Kelsey right now. Kelsey, you wrote that back in, uh, when was that actually? I have the date here because... December, December 5th, you wrote that. And so within nine months, she has a ring on her finger and she's getting married in December, kind of on New Year's Eve or close to New Year's Eve. It's December 30th and I'm so excited. And I would love to also affirm that all the things that you read from like newly girlfriend, Kelsey, that was like, I think we had only been dating two months or so. If anyone listening has a fear around like, yeah, but the rug is going to get pulled out from under you. No, it's only gotten better. And I believe those things even more about him. And we have held nothing back in our relationship. And um, he's so happy to be uh, like close to the advice of some uh, friends who have said like, hey, before you get engaged, like make sure that you know everything about each other. And Mm -hmm. We've really dated very intentionally. It hasn't felt like a irresponsible whirlwind. Um, I, it was so easy to say yes when he mm-hmm. asked to marry him. And how old? I, how old is your guy? He's thirty three. So I think he's three and a half years ahead of me. Perfect. And I do have a, uh, another question. What was it? Um, 
Oh, okay. And you met him on Hinge, correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did that surprise you a little bit or uh, not me, oh, but tell them how you were dating multiple people too. You were doing the circular dating for a second there. Exactly. Um, so according to what I learned in TFA, it's extra important to stay in your feminine by being open and not latching on or making meaning out of what's happening. Like kind of just let the guy pursue you and don't try to nail anything down. And so I wasn't, um, I didn't try to make it exclusive too fast. And I received a lot <laughs> amazingly of requests in real life uh, to go out on dates. And that had not happened to me before I started really enjoying being in my feminine energy. Um, and I wouldn't say like one thing that humbles me so much is even as someone who really enjoys personal development is generally very reflective and uh, conscientious about the way I lead my life, I would not say I would stumble on this information on my own. I feel like it's by the grace of God that I heard your podcast on the heart of dating. And I thought I was familiar with what you were talking about. But then as the series went on, I realized I really didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. And I didn't figure this out on my own. And so I'm really like humbled and shocked by that. And it kind of makes me want to evangelize this so much because um, if you're just the average girl growing up from 80s, 90s, early 2000s, you've really been more raised by the like girl boss movement than you might think. And I know that obviously you and I, Rachel, are business owners. We appreciate creating things that we love and using healthy ambition. And so we're not like crapping on being like a quote girl boss, but there's something to it that is actually subconsciously encouraging you to be in your masculine energy. And maybe more than, you know, that's kind of not helping you in dating and turning yes. yourself off to the guys who will be your provider. And so I feel so grateful to God that I stumbled upon this. And when I talk about it uh, with other people, I just really want to applaud every girl that's listening because it means you're open to the things that will rock your world. And like, you could have this kind of story too, Lord willing. Um, but I say that because what I've witnessed in the last year of my life since encountering all this information and being in TFA is that a lot of culture and women are actually hostile to being like in their feminine energy and they like clap back at me when I talk about like actually this is meant to make your life better not worse <laughs> like yeah. I'm not saying don't be ambitious but like yeah. and I realized like wow this is special when girls are open to it and I don't take that for granted because I think a lot of girls aren't or they say they are but they're really not willing to practice it and then they're just going further into believing bad things about men because they're kind of manifesting bad things about men yeah yeah, yeah. those are my hot takes I don't yeah, know what you definitely think. I agree and it's it's hard yeah it's res we resist um we all our bodies always want to take the path of least resistance so we mean meaning like whatever's easiest which is why it's very very simple to just say well I'm just you know God will just drop my guy on my doorstep and that's how it's going to work out I'm just going to magically meet him in the airport one day you know all the Netflix endings that you're envisioning when really there's actually a lot of amazing men on dating apps or in real life. 
And so I really do love to, and, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, because Kelsey and I were chatting before, Kelsey um, also was on and off of Hinge for four years, she said. And so uh, remember, like, it's not that someone just pops on Hinge and their man shows up. Occasionally that happens, but she was, you know, on hinge for a while. And I always believe one of the biggest kickers is when we begin to start the journey of inner work. And, you know, some girls coming into the course are, you know, they've been doing, working on their inner work and taking all these uh, stepping stones. And then sometimes TFA is their last stepping stone. Some girls are starting TFA and it's their first stepping stone into like digging into some things. So mm-hmm. I have a question for you and we do need to wrap up soon. So I want to kind of get us to some goods here at the end. What would you say were some of your greatest takeaways from TFA that helped get you to, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For one, let's talk about the module where you made us realize all the things, subconscious belief systems that made us resistant to love. Mm. That was wild for me that with my mouth, I would say like, I want to be married. I want to have a family, all these things. And I was sincere, but I didn't realize the things that I was subconsciously believing that were telling my mind to be like, all right, you need protection. We'll just make you not in a relationship. And so you helped me identify um, the things that made the beliefs and thought patterns and ways that I interpreted past events as trauma that made me not actually open to a promising guy working out in a relationship. And once I released those things, which was not as hard as I thought it was going to be, which was so refreshing. And that's kind of the theme of TFA. Like this, none of this stuff has to be hard. Like just start kind of enjoying the process. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a huge game changer. Yes. Yeah, we can really try to psychoanalyze. And as I mentioned, the paradigm of like, you want to be chill, but you don't want to be so chill that it's like, I'm doing nothing. God bring me my person. But you also want, you know, you want to engage and you want to dig into the deep things, but you don't want to swing so far over that you are so psycho analyzing everything that you're all up in your head and you can't stop overthinking and you can't stop asking, I must be doing something wrong. I had a girl who was like, wow, all these bad things keep like happening in my life. I I got injured and physically and all these things. And she's like, what am I doing wrong? I must be doing something that's causing this. And I'm like, oh no, like, which is actually tapping her into the energy of shame, right? Which is the lowest vibrational state you can ever be in is shame. So anyways, it's a lot, you guys, there is a lot to dig in, but I love that you said the subconscious module a hundred percent. Was there anything else do you feel like that carried you through? Uh, I didn't, did not previously realize that I did not know how to act ask for or own what I really wanted, but not in a bratty or demanding way that would repulse him, but actually something that would, um, like we said earlier, make him delighted to say, oh, I didn't know I would love to do that. And so your communication scripts, um, (laughs) it's so funny going in to just signing up. But before we started, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to be humble, but I think I know how to talk to people this is going to be interesting. I don't know what I'm going to learn. 
And then I got into it. I was like, oh my Lord, I've been saying things wrong. <laughs> um, not to go into the right, wrong thing, but like. You're like, I'm a professional communicator. Really? It's fine. That's what I do in work. Oh, snap. Maybe not yeah. so much with it's men. <laughs> with your man. Like, it really is so different. I even started communicating to my dad recently. Well, from the start of the program, I started applying it to all my male relationships. And I have seen them. It, it's just, it feels like I get to be more effective in my like ministry of just being a person that helps others um, encourage and come to life to their best selves, because I know how to speak in a way that's encouraging rather than accidentally cutting or diminishing or nagging. And um, to just, especially what you taught about saying how things made you feel rather than just thanks. I really appreciate that. You could say, Oh, that made me feel so good when you said blah, 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 or when you did. And I had, at first it felt really awkward and uncomfortable, but I, in faith, I just decided to say exactly what you told me to say. And it was the difference between like, yeah, you're welcome. And like their chest would like puff up and they'd be like, of course, do you want me to do anything else? And like, wait, yes. what? <laughs> oh my gosh. One thousand percent. Amen. That is the fact right there. That is so funny. It's the difference between like, okay, cool. So like, I'm a superhero. Are you kidding me? This is amazing. And so um, I just, it's, I, I'm, okay. I love something that you just said there. I decided to act in faith. I decided to act in faith and yeah. just do what Rachel said to do. I cannot tell you else how many times Girls will say, oh, I need help with something. No, I will literally, I will write out what they need to say. And I'm like, say exactly what I told you to say verbatim. Don't change anything here. Say it exactly this way. And then they'll come back and be like, well, yeah, I did. You know, I wrote him like you said. And anyway, this isn't really working, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what did you say? Did you say what I said? And they're like, well, yeah, mostly. And I'll go, mm, mostly. I'm like, tell me what you said. So they'll tell me what you're, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Like the 25% of sentences that they asserted, like reverse. I'm like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, no, I needed you to say exactly. So, yeah. and, and then we're, you know, we're cleaning things up. So I'm like, no, no, no. Like, so I love that. And, and I don't, I'm not always here to give someone exact scripts, but within the group, um, as we work through different scenarios, I, I can give some some pretty, pretty good scripts for each person, like depending on the situation. But I think, um, I think that I love that you said, I just acted in faith and I did what you said I should do. And then what happened? It worked. I'm like, if you guys do what I tell you to do, it's almost like, but it's scary. (laughs) The thing is what I tell girls to do is freaking scary. It is uncomfortable. It is foreign. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I'm not going to, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I need to wrap this up, but Tell us, tell us, girlfriends, um, how excited are you just about all of this and, and getting married and, you know, it all went so swimmingly and perfect and God is just doing all the good things and you're just sitting in receptive mode. So I'm really, really proud of you. Um, if you had anything uh, like to say to girls who might be on the fence, they're thinking about joining TFA, they're not sure, or, you know, what would you say to the girl who's thinking about it, but might feel like, I don't really know if this is for me. 
as someone who's gone through it. No right time. So if you're saying like next season or next year or quote someday, which is probably the worst thing to say, um, I would just encourage, that's what I was kind of trying to underscore in my story of, I'm really grateful I didn't wait. Um, and I also, like you were saying, I just think it's so, so freaking nuts that we will invest beyond tens of thousands of dollars in a college education that you might or might not use but then you'll like skimp out on learning how to exercise properly and date properly and get your nutrition right it's like those are actually more fundamental than what a university could teach you I kind of I don't know sometimes like kind of don't always think um are the investments that are very culturally appropriate um they don't (laughs) I just wish that people would bet on their dating life a little bit more like are you gonna miss a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars like in the grand scheme of things no Mm -hmm. honestly I don't think you are like unless you're just like really really nitpicky and then probably would just let that go you know (laughs) so exactly for it because again I did not stumble like I don't think I would have gotten to this on my own I will mm-hmm. humbly say that I don't think I would that's why I'm inviting you to my wedding <laughs> so, <laughs> and I least said I would like name my first kid after you because I I just think that God is working powerfully through this and I really appreciate that you come from a Christian perspective and like acknowledge the balance between there is some that is up some things that are up to us and there are things that we just surrender to God and that's a tension and it's hard to live rightly in the middle of it but I think that you do that well so I'm really appreciative of the work that you do. Oh, well, I do that well probably because I carry a deep seated belief that you can't really mess anything up with God because he loves you no matter what. So um, if you always approach life with, you're not going to mess anything up. Yeah. You could be redirected and everything you feel like you messed up is just a learning opportunity. It's an invitation for you. So um, to learn and to grow. So remember you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of love. So I just love that. I do need to wrap us up. Um, I just, I'm so excited and girl, yes, I will take the invite to the wedding. I would love to come celebrate you. Um, Kelsey is amazing. She is also a career coach. So if you are somebody who is like, oh my gosh, what should I do with my life? I don't know what kind of career I should have, things like that. She is your girl. And I can probably leave some sort of link, um, below or her Instagram or something for you girls. So, uh, that's a fun fact about Kelsey. I am dead to the world on Instagram. Don't hit me up there, but you can go to KelseyKim.com. I hate Instagram. (laughs) Okay. She's, she is not on the show on the socials, but, uh, well, she's not, she's not active on there, but, um, a hundred percent, but I'll leave a link or something. If anybody is like, oh my gosh, I need some help with career stuff. But, um, Kelsey, I'm jumping for joy. Literally like we're like golf clapping because we always golf clap. Um, and Kelsey, what a beautiful story and how encouraging, I mean, wow. Just like of what is really out there on hinge, what is possible, what is capable that you were doing literally all of the steps, even to the point where when she started dating her now fiance, she continued to date other men at the same time, you know, just to keep her energy, right. To keep her place 
so that she to keep her unattached and obsessing. And so many girls hate to do that. They were, they resist that a lot, but it's really to help you before you just go marrying some guy inside of your mind that you're not even sure about. She used all of the hero language with her man and still does and her man lights up and you wrote that. I mean, it's just incredible. And um, you know, so much is possible and people are like, where should I find guys? Where should I find guys? Oh, I don't want to do online. And if you need a break from online dating, take the break, but don't just like never go on there, but definitely get yourself in a pleasurable high vibe state. Um, if you come into my world, you will be brainwashed, hopefully into, uh, embracing pleasure in your life. Um, and kind of like getting happy, getting joyful, a lot enlivening yourself um, so that you can show up on the apps from a different state of being, from a state of like, wow, you know what? I'm excited about this. This is going to be fun. It's not going to be something I dread. It's going to be something that is fun. And if if it can work for them, it can work for me. And why not me? I love that you said that. Just going into that mentality. Why not me? Sure. Let's just jump on here and see what happens. Uh, non-attachment. And that is a hard concept to grasp, but we really dive deep into it inside the program and a lot of our hot seat Q and A's and lots of things like that. So if you are interested in joining CFA enrollment is open for the last time of this year. So, um, this is, and it's now, um, 12 weeks. I've moved it to 12 weeks instead of six. It's the same 12, it's 12 sessions. It's just spread out a little longer. So, um, for those who've taken it before. Um, and so it's going to be fun girls and, um, oh, perfect. You're with them through cuffing season. I would think definitely sign up. This is the perfect time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Exactly. You guys, I'm going to be with you through cuffing season a hundred percent. So, okay. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Kelsey. And, um, I, we all wish you all the best. We're cheering you on and we can't wait to get your wedding photos and just celebrate with you because when, when person succeeds, we all succeed essentially. And I hope people take that mentality on. So girl, I love you. And, um, we will keep in touch. I'm sure. That's right. Okay. Now go talk to your other engaged girl that I know is your next interview. Exactly. You guys. (laughs) Do I actually have to jump off of here right now with Kelsey? Because I have another follow-up girl who also is an alumni and got engaged. So I'm really excited to share that story too, but love you girl and um, love all of you girls listening. Thanks for tuning in and uh, happy dating for everyone. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. I'm tall. Thanks. One, two, three, four.